Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the third episode of the Prep Six podcast. Um, again, it's me, Mr. Golga, and you're stuck with me for another week. But I have some highly esteemed guests that are gathered here today who are trying desperately not to laugh at the moment because otherwise we have to start recording again. Um, first of all, we have Penny Cook. Hello, Penny. How are you? Hello, I'm good. You, sir? Yeah, I'm also well. Thank you very much. Next to her, we have Oliver Reeves. Hello, Oliver. Oliver? Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good. Apart from the fact I butchered your name, I said Oliver. Instead of Oliver, <laughs> which wasn't quite so good. Um, next to him, we have Henry Chandler. Hello, Henry. Greetings, sir. Awesome. Greetings. I like that. An underused term. Um, next to Henry, we have Tallulah. Tallulah, how are you? Hello, sir. I'm good, thank you. Awesome. And then last but not least, we have Bailey Marsh. Hi, Bailey. Bonjour, sir. How are you? Uh, bonjour. Um, I, I was going to try and do French there, but it's <laughs> completely deserted me. I'm good. I'm still good. Thank you. Um, so... The third episode of Prep 6 Podcast, we will waste no time and jump straight into what's been going on. And I am going to go to Penny first. Penny is going to have a quick word with us about some cricket that's going on. Penny, what, what's the deal with cricket? So currently there's been a lot of under-13s and 11 matches coming, uh, coming and happening. The first under-13 matches is happening on Wednesday, next Wednesday. So that's, that's actually a senior school match, but I'm guessing that some of the, some of the people are playing, yes. playing up. Okay. Um, but the under 11 girls, we need some more girls. So if anyone is interested, please can we go and speak to Mr. Drury and let's win some matches. Awesome. Yeah, we need as many girls playing cricket as possible, as many people playing cricket as possible. Let's get people out there with cricket bats and um, having a go and trying to get involved. Awesome. Thank you very much, Penny. Penny, are you doing, actually, before I move on, are you doing anything personally with cricket outside of school at the uh, moment? So, me and Beatrice, we are both in county and doing lots of cricket clubs, Woolpit Club, I would definitely recommend that. Great stuff. Anybody interested in getting involved with there, head over to Woolpit and get signed up and get playing. Um, next, I'm going to move swiftly over to Oliver Reeves. Oliver has, um, has been with the rest of Prep 6, heading back up to the senior school again for what seems like the millionth time for another transition lesson. They must feel like it's pretty much home there at the moment. Um, Ollie, what was your transition lesson this week and who is it with? So this week we had a transition lesson with Mr Banks for history and one of the main tasks was to write about the abandoned ship of, um, I've got the name of the ship, but... An abandoned ship. Yes. Cool. Um, when you say write about it, do you have to create a, a narrative or was it something something different? Um, so you had to create a um, theory of what happened to the ship and why people weren't on the ship. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, was it an interesting task? Yes. And was Mr. Banks as terrifying as George thought he was going to be? <laughs> no. No, he wasn't. Well, Not in the slightest. Well, if George thought he wasn't terrifying, then yes. If he wasn't, if he thought he was terrifying, then no. Okay, cool. Um, thank you, Ollie. Um, we will, I think we've got maths transition next, so somebody will be um, jumping on board to talk about that relatively soon. Um, next, I think we'll head over to Tallulah. So Tallulah is going to talk about something that she has personally done recently um, for charity, which is actually really quite cool. Uh, you may have heard of it before, you may not, but it's something that certainly needs a little bit of recognition. So Tallulah, what is it that you have been, done, you've been doing? What did you do? 
I have donated my hair to uh, a, a charity called the Little Princess Trust. So I cut off my hair, which was 20 inches long. The maximum you can um, have to cut it off is seven inches. And I donated it, especially in COVID times, because I thought that during COVID, people aren't giving as much hair as they used to because people think that it's all disgusting and not very nice to do it because you're passing on lots of bugs. But we had, um, I thought it would be a nice idea to do it for people that had cancer and have to have the treatment to lose their hair. Awesome. So what, what is it that the, the, the Princess Trust actually do with the hair once they've got it? So when they get the hair, they make it into wigs and they give it to children that are getting bullied at school that have cancer or just not getting bullied down feel really upset because they haven't got any hair because of the treatment that they have. Okay, um, and they can come to the trust and, and receive these yeah. these wigs? because one of my friends had cancer and she died from it a couple of months ago and um, I that's why I wanted to do it because she, I gave her, I made sure that one of my um, wigs that I made for my hair was going to her because she was very upset that she had to lose all her hair because of the treatment. Okay, that's terrible news, but at the same time, wonderful that you felt um, moved enough to actually do something about it. You've, uh, have you got some details for people in case they are interested in taking part in the same thing? If you would like to donate your hair, which would be very nice, um, go online and search up www.princesstrust.org.uk. Awesome. I might have to see if I can do the same at some point, because though, though I'm not a princess, I do have rather a large amount of hair at the moment. So maybe if I keep growing it, maybe I can jump in on that as well. Thank you very much, Tuna. Thank you for talking to us about that. Um, next, I think, keeping in, in, in line with the charity thing that theme that Tula has started, we're going to go to Bailey. Um, Bailey's going to talk to us about something that Mrs. Hudson brought up in assembly earlier in the week, and you might not have heard, uh, heard about at home or anything like that, but um, it's to do with Captain Tom Moore. So, Bailey, what, what have you got? Come nice and close to the microphone so we can hear you. So, um, for this challenge, we are asking to do the Captain Tom 100 challenge. Um, this needs to be completed by the 3rd of May, um, which is only a couple of days away. And um, basically you can do anything from 100 laps of a swimming pool to 100 miles walking every day. Um, it goes to charity for Captain Tom Moore because he did 100 laps of his garden. And and that's about it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, well done, Bailey. Well described. You can do 100 of literally anything. Um, I know Mrs. Uh, Hudson was very into her 100 Malteser challenge, um, which does sound like a good one too. But um, hopefully you guys will be inspired by that. It finishes on um, bank holiday, like Bailey said. And I'm going to take that opportunity to remind you that school is definitely on on bank holiday. And you can no. come in and enjoy your time. What do you mean, no, Tallulah? How dare you? <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, I, she's, she's definitely joking. She's, shake, she's shaking her head. She's not, oh dear. I don't think she's joking. Anyway, uh, moving swiftly on, um, the final thing that we've got today um, is, oh, no, it's not the final thing. I'm getting confused. We've got a, a founding member from Chandler and Blair's Armory who um, came in this week and did a, a presentation on um, some of the weapons of World War One. We have Henry Chandler. Henry. Hello. 
So um, yesterday, or uh, if you're in the if you're in the future watching this, uh, the 29th of April, uh, me and my friend Matthew Blair, we brought in some World War One guns. Mine were cap guns; they weren't actually real. But he brought in a very special gun, a Gar 98 German rifle. Now these guns were used in World War One by German infantry, but it was um, given to I think uh, Matthew's great great granddad i believe and it's been passed on and kept in london for the past 50 or 50 or so years now the the two guns i bought in was a shooting rifle now they are stu still used today as what you would uh, think shooting as in like shooting pheasants pigeons those sort of things i only use it though for clay pigeons because i'm too young um i also brought in a re replica revolver that would be used for uh, a secondary weapon for mate or mainly or a main weapon for tank drivers or officers since they wanted to um they didn't want to just give out a pistol to everyone otherwise they'd have no pistols left so the, because it was an old model from the 1800s they only gave it to officers and lo lower class because of the um because of these uh, because all the other good guns like the gun uh, gun 98 were taken for the actual soldiers but um a fact a fun fact about the uh, gun 98 is you could actually fit, I believe, an 83-inch bayonet on it, which I think 80, uh, 83 inches is about my hand and another, I believe. Wow. But, um, yeah, it's a very, very heavy gun as well. That's amazing stuff. And we're very, very lucky to have that kind of stuff brought in, um, let alone still surviving up until this point. But brought into the classroom is amazing. Really yeah. does make the topic pop for everybody. Um, Thank you, Henry, and thank you, Matthew. Unfortunately, Matthew couldn't be on this podcast this week. Um, that is uh, just about everything for, for now. Um, so if everybody can just say goodbye, see you later, we will sign off in the normal way with Penny Cook. Everybody, see you later, guys. Bye. This is a Fimbra School production. No staff or animals were hurt in the making of this podcast. You must be joking, lad.